On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC. Redesign your organisation. Reinvent your capabilities. Reimagine your future. On News Talk. Let's talk to Aidan Delaney from Off the Ball, uh, who is with us to give us an afterview, uh, a preview of an afternoon of, of pretty busy stuff. Uh, we'll come to soccer in a moment, Aidan, because I know actually the commentary of, of the Republic of Ireland University, the Netherlands, uh, is live on Off the Ball later this evening on a special broadcast starting at, uh, is it 8 o'clock? Starting at 7 o'clock? Seven starting o'clock. at 7 o'clock. Uh, good that you're a producer in charge today because I certainly wouldn't remember what time it's kicking off at. Uh, but before we get to that, let's talk about the golf because uh, obviously the Horizon Irish Open taking place this weekend at the K Club in Straffan. And it would seem like almost too much of a fairy tale for Rory McIlroy to win basically his home open. But it sort of seems like he kept himself in a shout yesterday without actually playing extraordinarily well, or at least by his own standards. Extraordinarily yeah, there well. was a good couple of birdies yesterday, which I think kept him on on stream. And, and you know, it's traditionally moving day on the Saturday. So, you know, you would hope that Rory would keep himself in contention. And I suppose once he didn't kind of collapse and I was I'm reading a book on Seve Ballesteros at the minute and just watching some of his play this week really reminded me of some of those Seve clips that kind of pop up from the 80s where, you know, he's putting the ball into the woods, he's putting the ball into the water and you think, oh, OK, well, I'm going to lose a bit of interest here. And then suddenly you just check your phone again and actually he's saved power here. So yeah. maybe maybe I should keep an eye on this. And and Rory did had, a, had that kind of day on Thursday. He had the, obviously the eagle and then back, in, or sorry, on the Friday, he had the eagle into the uh, double bogey. So that's kind of the week that he's had so far. But yesterday mm. he just kept it nice and steady and I suppose he is trying to become the first Irish man since Harry Broadshaw to win two Irish Opens. This isn't an Open that we win typically often mm. and he is the last Irish was the winner last Irish, as well. Was the last Irish after himself or before himself? So he was the last Irish winner and then yeah, before that you're going back to Larry being an amateur. Larry back in 2009, you know, so that's... That long ago? Yeah, God. exactly. So uh, we've had a, a couple of big superstars like John Ram come and win it since. Mm. So uh, you'd have to say Harley Long is the man to catch at the minute. He's 13 under. He's world number 252. So he isn't really a big star in the game and I suppose you have to just wonder what what's his kind of mindset going to be in knowing that Rory is, is teeing off alongside him in that final group that Rory will be coming that Rory will really want to win this tournament and I suppose we've seen some lovely moments from Rory of course this week as well with the, the clip that's going around there with Michael Horgan the seven year old with the, the brain tumour and mm. you know meeting his hero and that kind of thing and I suppose that kind of we always compare Rory with Tiger Woods and I suppose Tiger Woods wouldn't have really done that at the height of his career either and it's it's something that I think humanises Rory and you know in maybe a couple of years ago when Rory was really on that major's charge and really looked like he was going to become sort of a superstar in the game he mightn't have done that sort of thing but we have a more human Rory now and it's starting to play well in the course yeah. too. Um, Is it effectively a case then that we are sort of hoping that a world number two being on his shoulder causes the world number 240 whatever number it was you mm. said we're basically kind of hoping that he bottles it. He, he does. Uh, he, obviously, it is his advantage at the minute, but, you know, there is that, that extra pressure that comes when, you know, an actual superstar. And, of course, everybody's going to follow Rory around the course and maybe Hurley Long will start to get more crowds in to watch his, his striking and everything like that. So... It, it could go Rory's way today if he, he just manages to keep the pressure on heading down that back nine you'd have to give it to Rory then mm. uh, So Rory uh, Hurley Long and Jordan Smith are in the final group which is teed off just in the last couple of minutes and we'll keep an eye on that obviously. Just want to have a special word for Mark Power as well a 23 year old from Kilkenny he's making his professional debut this weekend and he's already up to 8 under so it looks like he's going to maybe have a top 10 finish and that would be an absolutely wonderful he was playing in the Walker Cup I believe last week so you know, just a, a wonderful story for him too. That would be amazing we'll keep an eye out for that one as well no doubt updates throughout the afternoon uh, on off the ball uh, we mentioned the soccer 7.45 kick off and you're alive again from 7 o'clock uh, on News Talk it sort of seems like this is basically the game that's really going to decide Stephen mm. Kenny's fate one way or another and, and there's a weird phenomenon around Stephen Kenny where in every individual game 
you can make some mitigation or some exceptions. Yeah. You could say now, oh, you know, Evan Ferguson's injured and now he's calling up strikers from the League of Ireland, such as our plight of strikers. You can always make excuses for one individual game, but ultimately if the results don't go your way, mm. uh, you're going to be goosed. And tonight really is if not most, like it, it effectively is must win. Like a draw wouldn't be good enough. No, it absolutely wouldn't. No, even a, even a win at this stage, because you'd expect Greece are taking on Gibraltar. You'd expect Greece to get three points there. That would put Greece yeah. three points ahead of us, even if we were to win tonight. And then you know Greece have to come to Dublin, and that would be yeah. an absolutely massive game. But so so we need to yeah. we need to beat Greece at home. We need to beat Gibraltar away, and we need to get four points out of we six. We essentially need every point we can get now at yeah. this stage because France are essentially qualified yeah. already. The but, Netherlands. But this, this idea that we're we're being like oh. Oh, sure, we'll qualify as long as we can get four points against six against yes. the Netherlands, who you know were a penalty shootout away from beating the eventual World Cup exactly. winners. Yes, yeah, it, it really doesn't make any sense. I, I felt an awful lot of people were looking at the start of this group going, Oh, yeah, the Netherlands, they're not the, the same kind of world power that they used to be. Yeah. But as you mentioned, getting to a World Cup semi final, yeah. really puts that to bed. But yeah, just going back to Stephen Kenny, I suppose he is one of the most unlucky managers in history. I mean, even going back to the start of his reign with all the, the COVID nonsense and that kind of thing. And you look at the players that he, he kind of initially came into the squad with, a lot of those are gone now uh, through, through injury or just falling out of form. Um, he's had to call up the likes of Sinclair Armstrong, who I'm very excited about. There's a, a clip going around of him scoring a back heel in training, which is Ooh. always something you want to see <laughs> leading up to a Bring big on, game like yeah. this. And uh, Jonathan Nafalabi actually hasn't been included in the 23-man squad. But, you know, he's somebody that's on Kenny's radar as well. 11 goals and 11 games for him uh, for Bowes here in the League of Ireland. So y- there is a, a plethora of different issues that are going into this game. So you just wonder how Stephen Kenny is going to approach it. I assume it's going to be more back to ba- back to basics where we'll have somebody like James McLean back at left back um, we'll have the three centre backs and you know maybe it might be an idea to, to maybe take Gavin Bazuno out of the firing line a little bit his form has really fallen off a cliff mm, yeah. uh, we, we kind of made some mitigating factors for him obviously he was in a poor Southampton side but in the championship now he conceded five goals the other day yeah. you know didn't do himself in glory in the France game either mm. so you just hope that there's a good performance here and uh, it's it's all going to be Adam, yeah. on Adam Eda tonight. And you can hear it all live on News Talk live coverage from Off the Ball kickoff at 7.45. Special programme starts at 7 and Aidan and the gang are back at 1 o'clock. Aidan Delaney, thank you very much. On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Redesign your organisation. Reinvent your capabilities. Reimagine your future. On News Talk.